Welcome to the Well Played VHS Cast, our movie discussion podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined by Nathan Hennessy. G'day. James Wood making his Well Played debut on the podcast. Also g'day. And making her final appearance for Well Played is Bianca Rose. Hello. What's sad? <laughs> now it's just very, It's very, very sad. Very sad, but uh, you're onto bigger and better things, hopefully, anyway. But anyway, we're here to talk about Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City, which we have all had the privilege of seeing this past week, thanks to Sony Pictures Australia. Uh, let's very, very quickly whip around the table and give me like a 10 second, 15 second, 20 second max, your... Uh, thoughts on the overall film nathan kick us off as i've mentioned previously i do consider that it is aggressively b grade and in so much if you can meet it with that low expectation i think it is a little bit of fun but that fun is reserved for the people that can pick out the easter eggs familiar with the games if you're coming in unfamiliar this is probably going to be a little bit shit hey <laughs> hey that's uh Good start, a good, a good start. James, uh, you're a bit of a Resident Evil fan. Uh, we had a, a very brief discussion. Um, what did you think of it? Um, I wouldn't call it a particularly good movie. I was entertained, though, um, which is more than I can say for a lot of movies I've seen recently. Um, and so by that standard, I think it passes with flying colours, but it's not good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, Bianca, you're also a semi-new Resident Evil fan. Uh, what did you think of this? Now, actually, sorry, i got to ask very, very quickly, even though I have asked before, but I've forgotten the answer. Uh, have you played Resident I, Evil I have played and 1 and 2. I remember 2 a lot more than I did 1. Um, I think 2 being one of... is the 2 remake, sorry, being one of the first Resi games I played and I think really, like, sucked me in. So I remember that one actually very vividly. Um, and I have played 1. Um, but, uh, look... I, I, I don't know whether we're going to end up discussing this as well, but the previous Resident Evil franchise <laughs> with Alice, I absolutely despise because there was always this part of me going, why did they have to create a whole new character when they had such a, like awesome characters from the video game franchise? I don't care for anyone's nostalgia, unfortunately. I absolutely will say I do not like them. So I went into this going, look, at least I'm going to get the Krill that Krill. <clears throat> Chris, Jill, Leon, um, Claire that I love, and I also didn't get that. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling a little heartbroken. <laughs> it wasn't terrible, but I think going off what Nathan and James said, if you're a fan, you're probably going to enjoy some parts of it. But I, ugh, I don't know. I think I'd rather see this again than I would the previous ones. But that's kind of not saying too much either. So <laughs> fair enough. Uh, I'm in the similar position. Didn't really like the previous films at all. Uh, I don't mind the animated films because they're a bit more loyal and true to to the to the games and the and the characters. But this um, this has got some some pockets where it's you know it calls out to the games, and I do quite like that. But as a film, it sucked ass massively. So um, mostly because they did my boy dirty, which we'll uh, we'll discuss later. All Can right. I j jump in sure. real quick? Uh, I, it would be untrue to my brand. If anyone follows me on Twitter, like my feelings on the Anderson films are 
I, again, I wouldn't say they're good movies, but I think as an adaptation of Resident Evil, I appreciate what he went for with the creation of Alice. Like, I, f- I fully respect people who don't like them, um, especially coming from you want them to be like the games. Totally get it. Uh, I think that as self-aware, schlocky action movies, what he did was mildly interesting to me, and I just couldn't not say Sorry, it. James. <laughs> that's a... That's... That's fine. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, everyone's entitled to their their own opinion. I think I don't like them because they don't have Leon, and I want Leon to be the main man because he is the main man in my life. So, and then so, Zach got his hands on a monkey paw, and this is what we got. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. I don't know where you want to start. Do you want to start at? Uh, you want to talk about? I mean, this is. For for reference for everyone, this is a full spoiler discussion. So if you made it this far and you haven't seen the film and are going to see the film, maybe don't listen to this any further. Come back and, and check it out once you've uh, seen it and got your own thoughts. So yeah, so we'll discuss everything in full. Uh, this is the last time, last chance for you to turn away now. So the story is like a mixture of uh, RE1 and... RE2 remake, partly uh, RE2 the game as well, uh, and it's sort of I don't know how, they shoot it in like I don't know how to explain it, but like it's it has quick cuts at times to different times in throughout the night, and then cuts to different characters in different sections, uh, different portions of, of the game. So you'll have Chris and the and the stars and that at the mansion, and then other times you'll have Claire and Leon and um, other characters in the city. Basically, yeah. So if you played the games, um, follows those two stories, m- mixes them together. How do we feel about how it brings it all together? I, th- I thought I thought I thought from that perspective, it, it kind of worked. Like for a film, I, yeah. I thought it it was actually pretty decent effort to bring them together. And I loved the uh, or loved is probably a strong word. I quite enjoyed the um, orphanage part of the game. Uh, sorry, of the of the film. At, at well, sorry, like that tie into it. Um, because I was, yeah, I thought that, that that gave a good reason why. Um, a little bit of backstory, sorry, on, on Claire and, and Chris. Although I didn't quite like how their uh, bond had sort of played out over the years. But I think, whatever. like, I think, like, because yeah. obviously there's a lot we're going to criticise with this. Obviously all of us loving the games and stuff. You know, I I think it was a very ambitious idea to try and, I think uh, from a fan perspective, try and mash one and two together. Um, because I went with one of my mates, uh, James, who's a uh, who's responsible for getting me into the franchise I've mentioned uh, previously on other podcasts. And um, they're, they're, we were wondering, you know, hopefully some of our favourite parts of one and two would be in the movies. And I reflected on this today and realised that I think none of, my favorite kind of iconic moments were actually in the film. Like I knew, like I wasn't sure how over the top it was going to be, but we joked beforehand, Oh, they're going to put the snake in the, in the sharks in, you know? Um, and then they made some offhanded joke and we looked at each other in the cinema and we're like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Um, and the fact like the tyrant, obviously again, very ambitious. And I think it would be a very hard job to try and mash these two stories together and make it um happen but uh yeah i think 
they with what they did, I think was really great. And what Zach said about it kind of intertwining with the whole orphanage bit and a bit of backstory for Claire and Chris actually really helped. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? I know obviously they're based off the games, but um, I just yeah, it's funny that you mentioned the um the tyrant stuff because I remember sitting in the cinema and uh when I realized he was starting to turn into the tyrant, I was like, oh shit, they're doing this as well. Like this is just gonna keep going through the beats of those games. Um, I think that that back end kind of falls apart a bit because it tries to do so much so quickly. Um, but the Great. first half when it was just like, Oh, here's the city where let's be all moody about it. Let's do some very light social commentary through the lens of resident evil. I was like, yeah, this is working as an adaptation of those two games together. Um, and I think doing an ensemble cast helps that a lot. Although I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I, um, I was a little bit surprised because like, even though I knew it was the first and the second game, I didn't, it didn't click at the time uh, that it would be Chris and all that. So when they were in that diner at the start, I was like, oh, of course they are because it's, the it's, a, it's a mesh of the first two games because um, I was sort of expecting that uh, scene from the first uh, Resident Evil 2 where Leon's like, get down, you know, and that yeah, was sort of what I was um, when, they, when they were in the diner. So, yeah, that was quite... Quite surprising. Uh, Nathan, what what did you think of the story? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I guess I got, I'm in two minds about it. So I actually think from a plotting perspective, just plot pace, I thought that was really good. I think it was more entertaining for me that they did mesh those two together so that we didn't spend too much time dragging our feet, even though the first half of the film in building its little world does drag its feet a little bit. Um... I just can't help but think that although so much of the appeal here, and I guess I'm going off tangent, but so much of the appeal for me was around those Easter eggs and around those beats being reproduced on the screen. You don't get any of that with two of obviously the, the character faves, Leon and Jill. Like they don't get those Easter egg moments at all and worse are done so dirty on top of it. I think out of all um, the characters, those two are done the worst. Yeah, uh, and they, look, I I think they're doing the act like the actors are doing the best with what they got, but the scripting for them and around them is so subpar. And I'm as I say, the film does wear the guise of being a like a, a B film, but there are clearly characters that are given more love than others, and it's a shame to see those two stars chucked out the back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, I was pretty devo. I mean, like I, I've said before that I wasn't overly pleased with, you know, because I kind of wanted this to be, again, like it's that whole Leon. We haven't really, I felt like we haven't had a true Leon on, in like a film yet. Uh, and I thought the casting was an odd choice. Um, nothing against it, like the actor, but as a Leon Kennedy, it just didn't, didn't hit that, hit that note for me. And, you know, I thought he was fine in this film uh, with the way that, with what he had. But yeah, it, again, it just, they did him so dirty, man. Um, it's so. It's, I mean, sorry, go on. Leon Stupid Kennedy, yeah. right? Oh, like, that's the character, not Leon S Kennedy. We still haven't seen him on screen. No, and James, I want to ask you, uh, or even Bianca, if if you know, because I can't remember. But is that that backstory on Leon? That His is dad. not true, and not talking about all of it. So I think you know the shooting the partner in in their ass kind mm. of thing. I assume that's just made up for the film to make him look like a more of an idiot. 
but the whole dad being the cop thing, I can't remember if that's real or if they added that in. I feel like that's added in for the film, yeah? I feel like it's added in, but James, yeah. do you... Is anything no, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's added in as well. Yeah. And also yeah. the establishing scene with Leon has him as like an alcoholic almost. Like yeah. there's, there's a bunch of like beer strewn around. Like I, I was very confused with what they were going for there, even if I kind of enjoyed it. Uh, like <laughs> I like himbo Leon. And I, I know, and this is the thing about my Resident Evil opinions is that I kind of go left when everyone else goes right. And like, I, I get that about myself. Um, but I liked, and this speaks to its form of adaptation as a whole, that it had a very, it was very ironic about all of it, you know? And I think that sometimes it didn't work, like particularly like the Jill sandwich line, stuff like that just made me want to, you know, throw myself out of my chair. Um, but, you know, then on the flip side of that, you've got uh, Wesker's characterization is also completely turned on its head instead of being like the obvious bad guy. He's just a bro that hangs out with them. Like he's kind of their mate. And then and almost comes a kid player. and is like, yeah. yeah, truly it's. And like, I, I liked that Jill had that harder edge to her. Um, I, I do think the cast does a pretty good job with what they're given. I, I think the script is bad. Like, I don't think it's a good script, but I don't think it's the characterization that's at fault just for me personally anyway. Hmm. I'm going to try and refrain myself because I have very strong <laughs> feelings about Leon and Jill. Because I, I I know Zach knows this because I actually went to see the movie in my Jill gear. Like I'm oh, I'm you? Jill like forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love her. Um, One of the first things I said to Zach about Leon, because at the beginning with that diner scene and stuff, I was like, oh, they're going to make him look so silly. But I'm sure he'll he'll show them because... You know, in the games, this is an absolute, like, yes, he's a rookie cop, but he's still capable. And every time he was on the screen, it was just the butt of the joke. And I couldn't, I couldn't look at him, not like as, as Leon, you know, if he was any like John Smith, random, like character in the game, or sorry, random character in a movie, whatever. But the fact that it was just so strange. I, I don't want to come off really like awful, but I'm sure you guys would feel the same. The director being like, yeah, we love the movie. Uh, sorry. We love the games, blah, blah, blah. But it's like Leon was nothing like Leon and I'm going to stop myself there. But then like Jill, <laughs> like <laughs> now Jill, <laughs> like I, I love the fact that she was a badass, but it, they just gave her this look where she was like, Oh, she's like, she's really good, but she's like a little crazy. And it's just like, but she's like, she didn't need to be like that at all. Um, and then she's also just become like, I feel like personally she was there just for Wesker's development too in becoming a baddie and for us empathizing with him when he was like, uh, when she was like, you know, you are a friend, blah, 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 blah. And she obviously didn't have her own characterization apart from like the crazy, like, you know, on edge kind of, you know, yeah, member of I, the team, and that was such a letdown. Yeah, mm. the the scene where uh, her and Wesker have their little moment, and she starts like crying about it. I was like, this is this this is not the character you were building up to over the past <laughs> yeah. like hour. Th no. This is such an odd left turn just for this Wesker moment. Um, so yeah, I, I I do agree with that. Just back on Leon, like it feels like he's one of those uh, extra characters you find in like a outbreak game. You know those those old PS two <laughs> games and. Like some dud cop that can't quite get into. He's tried what six? What's his name? Kevin, I think. I think his name was Kevin. Kevin, Kevin Ryman, maybe. Might want to fact check that. Anyway, um, he was like a failed. He was, he was like a failed stars guy. Just you know, a bit of a shit cop. Um, seems like an like a he loves a drink. Um, yeah, not like the Leon that we 
have seen in the game. And one thing I didn't like was there was no Ada presence in the film because um, that's that's obviously such a big part of Leon's character as well. And even the, the um, Cherry, like the little girl, like that was sort of nothing as well. There's so many parts from Leon's side of the story that they're just not there. Um, so I'm upset. <laughs> I think that's the problem with adapting, you know, what, 30 hours of game into yeah. an hour and a half hour, twenty, you know, movie. It's just, it's, it is, I, I'm not even going to call it ambitious. I don't, I don't think it's particularly ambitious. It's just, it's a choice that he's made. And in spreading the cast as thin as he does, not everybody gets the same degree of characterization. And even the people at the top, like, you know, Claire, for example, who is arguably the closest we have to a main character, even her characterization is like paper thin. And yeah. so by the time you get down to, you know, Jill's and, and Wesker's at the bottom, it's a bit like, oh, oof, okay, you really do not have time <laughs> for this. I'm going to say, I, I, I felt... Oh, go on. Just very, very quickly. I was very surprised that there was no Barry. And they didn't yeah, use... Yeah, we said yeah, that too. Yeah, I was too. waiting for the Barry. And they didn't use... Uh, where's Barry? Um, yeah. Instead, we got that other clown. Well, I can't remember his name. Like, Nah, you wouldn't. Why would you? Steve or Forgettable. Um, but go on, <laughs> Bianca. Sorry, you were going to say? I, had, I feel really terrible saying this, but I feel like the only character that seemed somewhat similar but had the least screen time was Chris like I could I could look at Robbie Amell and be like yeah you're you're a Chris like you like I've seen him in other stuff which is like fine just okay but um I think out of everyone saying that he was done well doesn't it, it's always <laughs> seems like too much of a praise to the character I think it's just I don't know about you guys again but because the director was like yeah like we love these games but then the characters didn't feel anything like the games that we knew so I think maybe I went into it with higher hopes going oh my god yeah this director really knows what characters we're talking about and then it just went the other way <laughs> which is an interesting oh sorry no it's just an interesting contrast because I remember reading all those interviews with him before I sat down and saw the movie and you know the idea of like oh we've got reverence for the games and we're going to make one for the gamers this time uh, <laughs> is is the opposite of what I want to hear before I see a movie you know like shockingly I like the Anderson film so of course that's kind of where I'm coming from like if you're going to adapt to this do your own version of it and so when it turned out to be his own version of it I was like well, why did you talk up the game aspect of it then mm. like why didn't you just be like yeah I love the games but I'm also just a dude making a story of my own um yeah. because that's what resonated with me and so that the marketing veers so far away from that is a bit confusing yeah i think that's maybe why i ended up being a bit more disappointed because that was all i heard was yeah we love these games we love these games so in my head i thought it was just going to be a bit more true but i reckon this are. is so uh, you know they did have some some moments that you know were from the games and i think you know maybe that's the way that he could get away with with saying that i actually did half expect um, and I hope everyone here can get this, but when they were going to the mansion, I was like, I wonder if they're going to make a reference to Resident Evil Zero, but they didn't. So, because uh, I thought, you know, maybe they might say, oh, there's a train and there's a, a crim on the loose or something, you know, Billy's on the loose, but mm -hmm. yeah. no, there wasn't, sad. Um, Is there anything we did, like, <laughs> anything that we did enjoy that, Stood so, out, like... well, well, let's talk about the, the moments from, from the game. Um, the one that I did quite enjoy at the very start was the burger from, mm. from the truck driver, which is obviously from 
the second game. That's you know more yeah. of a visual take on 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 that part from the second game. I thought that was quite quite good. And there's obviously the one that's in the the Spencer Mansion when when the zombie turns around. Uh, any others that you called uh, could see? Because my brain's a little bit fuzzy at the moment. <laughs> trying to erase <laughs> that film. I know there were more, but I can't. I mean, obviously, there's the the liquor reveal. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't too bad. I thought it looked. I thought it looked good. That was almost comedy. Can, if we're yeah. doing spoiler talk here, can we yeah. talk about the way that they dispatched the liquor in the end? Yeah. Uh, because oh. that made me gasp. I, I was so yeah. amused. <laughs> the whole Lisa Trevor it was a, thing. It was, was a just, WTF yeah. moment, right? Yeah. You can have um, a whole podcast talking about Lisa Trevor if you like. It's just. <laughs> Did I miss something? Like, who, who, what? Who is she? Why is she? It looked cool. She's from it was the good for the marketing. Um, she is, as far as I can tell, I, I don't think she ever made it into the the city itself. I thought she just kind of existed underneath the mansion. Yeah. Um, but again, my understanding of the first game is is at its most rickety. Um, but she looked good. I thought for a adaptation of yeah. an inherently like goofy video game villain um, to then put her in looking like that, and then I thought they gave her some okay pathos you know like it, it's yeah she had a friend it's that's nice <laughs> <laughs> that's um, nice <laughs> and she can take out a bloody liquor with style she can style yeah, <laughs> yeah well, what well what do we think of chief irons because that was well that's not how it goes um that that was um abrasive but i guess it had its moments mm. I'm thinking particularly of the scene where he's at the checkpoint. Like, mm. that that was fun-ish, but when he was talking, I just wish he wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't mind that scene between him and Leon where, like, like that felt quite okay, where uh, he was like, well, you're in charge now. Um, I thought that was okay. He's mm. like leaving yeah, the I thought, station. I that yeah. was fine. Uh, that was yeah, funny, right? Was, yeah. Um, but just I... an, another call-out as a... Uh, uh, were the keys that you know the mm. the keys with the mm. yes the symbols on them? They were the keys from the first game. So that was another good mm. one. Uh, I liked um, the it, it didn't last very long because I feel like it, it went really cool and I was like oh I like this but obviously a lot of strobe and you know what I'm about to talk about but the the fight that Chris had with all the zombies that mm. fight sequence and then it just turned into this game of oh what's gonna jump out at me with the bloody lighter. Like, oh. that went on, like, maybe, like, yeah. five seconds too long. And I'm like, come on. Like, you've just, like, that. I, it, it was cool seeing some, like, good action with someone who knows how to use his gun. Mm. Um, mm. Uh, but, like, there were some moments I felt like were really fed, like, you know, oh, my gosh, the jump's coming. And, like, he's trying to do the lighter yeah. and stuff. But um, I thought that little fight sequence was pretty cool when he's trying to race through with them all. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. good. That was good. Um, the other guy forgettable whatever his name was he uh was not so lucky rest in peace <laughs> but uh yeah i feel like f- they, oh. there you go sorry no i was just wondering on that on the topic of that guy's death i guess how did you guys feel about the um the jump scares and the the kind of general you know silent silent bleh, moments uh they were fine yeah. fine neither here or there yeah i mean i mean was it a- without them how how frightening yeah. was the film? Otherwise, like the, the the zombies were mostly out of focus, and when they mm. were in focus, the CGI would just be so odd that you'd be questioning what you're actually seeing. Some of the makeup yeah. was a bit um, 
a bit naff. Yeah. Yeah. It um, didn't look like any kind of improvement on the old films, right? Like, it, it doesn't look like a leap from Anderson's film in terms of, like, the technical quality of the makeup and yeah, stuff. There's a lot of zoom, like, lots Go. of zooming in shots on the characters and stuff a lot right before they're about to cut to the next little time mm. frame and stuff. That oh, I don't know. That's just me being really picky in terms of, like, film technique kind of stuff that certain things got overplayed I feel like a little bit but um when when do we get to talk <laughs> when do, sorry when do we get to talk about the end credit scene um or the post credit scene I should say because we can talk about that whenever <laughs> let's we can go to that oh we definitely want right to talk now. about that um but before we do uh I want to talk about the actors for a little bit um because I actually thought Birkin's character or the actor was probably one of the better ones I thought he actually did a pretty good job of um of his role. The others were all questionable. I think I thought, I mean, Neil, okay. Neil Mc, yeah, Neil McDonough, but Donna, Donna Hugh, Donna Howe, however you say his name. Um, he's an actual movie star. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like he, he's, <laughs> he's been in, like when he showed up, yeah, I was like, <laughs> Oh, that's an actor. I know. Um, you know, so I, I understand why he gets the, the kind of the role that he gets in, in the movie. Um, I think everyone else has kind of come from television. Is that, that seems to be. Oh, he's also television. Yeah, yeah he's done his rounds DC. on um, what's it? DC, yeah, yeah. DC television okay. with the was, over with the CW. Yeah. So real cheesy. He always yeah. plays the baddies. Yeah, yeah. going through the cast now, trying to see if I pick out anyone. There's not many. I like chaos. Yeah. Well, Robbie Amell was also a CW actor because he was in The Flash. Um. That's right. Not for very long, but he was there. And he's been in a few, like, teen movies and stuff. He was... Was he Atom? No, he was no. Fire... What's his face? He was um, Killer yeah. Frost's boyfriend before he died. Right at the beginning. A lot of TV talent. <laughs> yeah, well, Claire... Uh, I don't know how you say her last name, but Kaya... Kaya Scudelario. Yeah. yeah I, I quite liked her in Skins. I thought her... She was awesome in Skins. I thought her... Um, trail of Claire was a bit average though. I feel but. like this is what James and I discussed. If you swapped like Jill and Claire's personalities around, I reckon it might've been a bit better in terms of their attitudes. Cause we were discussing Claire was always a bit more warmer, like in the RE2 remake, mm-hmm. especially with Sherry. Yeah. But I'm scared of Claire. I was like, Oh, like, <laughs> she's yeah, like also scary. Claire felt like a little, like another version of Jill in this film. Sort mm. of. Um, you know, mm. had that badass edge to it, whereas Chris was a, just a little bit of a bitch, like just. Um, I, I think Birkin's that that ass. at least it, you know, it reflects the the sort of changed character or the uh, the the backstory that they gave those characters, yeah, right? You know, yeah. Claire is yeah. essentially a trauma survivor from what happened in the orphanage, and uh, Chris Redfield, this version of Chris Redfield, is the golden boy of a small town. Um, I, I think that tracks with what they were doing. Um, but again, if you're coming into this with the expectation these are going to be the game characters, you'd be like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Chris was like an umbrella cheerleader. He had the bottle and he had a shirt mm. and he had everything. Yeah. And I was like... But just a lot. <laughs> did, did they ever really explain? Because she obviously left, uh, or she ran away when they were trying to take her down to that thing. And then, it, then I think it cut to the present day when she was in the yeah. truck or something. So they didn't really ex- explain, um, you know, that she was a that she was fucked up. So you know what I did like that I forgot about, and it's only because it's an Easter egg 
and it's nothing related to the rest of the movie, but the um the siblings from Code Veronica on the mm. um on the on the film <laughs> oh. so random. The, the, Don't know what Berkeley. They're about to have there. their makeout moment. Yeah, they had their weird little moment there, and I'm like, oh yeah, I was like, that's cool, weird, but like, I liked it. <laughs> Getting pretty intimate. <laughs> there, there was one moment that I did like with Leon, and I did quite, I quite liked it. Actually, and I got to say, uh, good, uh, good call with the uh, Jennifer Page crush there. I thought that was a good tune back in the day. So, <laughs> you know, good tune to be uh, sitting at the desk too. But I liked, um, I can't remember who it was, but one of them said was like, "Oh, with your boy band looks." So, you know, I thought, and I thought that was a nice little reference to Leon's, you know, boy band looks from. From the game, so I did quite like that. All right, they made a comment about his hair or something. Yeah, yeah. All right, do you want to talk about the end scene or the end credits scene? Sorry, the post credits scene. <laughs> Bianca's <laughs> can't wait to talk about it. Right. No, I just I I don't know. I, it was a really good bad end credit <laughs> scene, and I I think I, I think I like actually laughed out loud when. The iconic Sotties <laughs> came out. I, I literally, I always peed my pants of laughing. It was just so bad that it was good. <laughs> I think I said something, but I can't remember. Um, I, th- I think I think I just said fuck <laughs> off. Like, it was just so stupid. Zach, you should probably explain laugh. what it was. So, all right, before we, before we do that, quickly. So, James, you saw it in Adelaide. Bianca, you saw it in Perth. Yeah. Nathan, yeah. you and I saw it in Melbourne. I gotta ask. Oh, I gotta, no. He's gonna say ask, it. <laughs> I gotta ask oh, no. you two, uh, James and Bianca. Did anyone clap at the end of that and give like a cheer? No, because they no. did in Melbourne, and oh, it wasn't. And it wasn't like an ironic clap either. It, it was a <laughs> fuck yeah cheer. When basically when Ada came on, there was like a woo kind of thing, and then um, yeah, right. And they started. Was it Pat? You know what it was. You guys it, were. It was that fucking. It was the Captain America moment from Endgame. <laughs> it was, but <laughs> I was like, no, not for this. But, um. So the so yeah. So the post credit scene. If you haven't seen the movie and you're wondering what it is, if you're still here, uh, is essentially Wesker has been killed, and this is how Umbrella makes him uh, a baddie throughout. Uh, you know, as uh, part of their plans, he wakes up on a table. And is basically uh, sensitive to sunlight. So Ada then rocks up, uh, has a little moment with Albert, and then out of, uh, then he whacks one of his sunnies, and it's very comical. Um, and even just <laughs> the the sunnies. sunnies, and it's just like the look that he gives and the noises <laughs> that he makes. Uh, it's hilarious. It is hilarious. It's, yeah. it's funny because he's like in the corner and he's like, my eyes. And yeah. then my friend looked at each other and we were, we were like exactly the same reaction as Nathan. We were like, shut up, like don't. And then she hands him the sunnies and I think, yeah, I laughed out loud. It was just, it was too good. It was something. It was definitely something. It was, it was definitely something. As a, yeah. as a post credit scene for a, a, like sequel bait, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> like in a in a world of Marvel post like post credit scenes and stuff, you get this, and it's it's so comical, and it made me want to see a sequel. It sold me on a sequel. The thing mm. is, which I realized we didn't chat about in terms of the plot of the movie, with the way it ended with Jill leaving with Leon, Claire, Chris, we will never get Nemesis, and we'll never get. 
Mm. Like Resident Evil 3, which, again, Jill fan, breaks my heart. But Well, that game shouldn't exist anyway, mm. so... Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to argue with you. That's okay. fine. But... <laughs> um, At least we got Nemesis and the Anderson films. Yeah, like, that was, that was actually good, actually. not terrible. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, do you ever think about, like, what would a general audience member watching that post credit scene think when it's just like, <laughs> my name is Ada Wong, and it's cut, and you're like, who? <laughs> like, like, that's like, such an odd beat to, to end on for, for a, just a, a common person. Um, yeah. Agree, that is, yeah, and that's why I was very disappointed that they didn't bring her into the film, mm. you know, or yeah. during the film, and there was no, you know, where's the love scene with Leon? Um, that's, that's what I'm there for. But, um, it's like when they had that car park, like when they were in the car park and he came back from the checkpoint, um, I was like kind of expect, half expecting her wanting to come out um, then, but oh well. No. It's all right. Mm. Yeah. I did like the dogs in this movie on the topic of that car park <laughs> scene. I, I thought the dogs were a lot of fun. Um, I, I, I'm surprised they didn't jump through the window when they were walking yeah. down that corridor in yeah. the mansion. Yeah. I was really expecting that jump scare. <laughs> uh, and it's the one time it would have worked as well because mm. like fans know it, general audiences don't. It would have been a bit of fun. Um, but no. <laughs> uh, I wonder if that's why they didn't, if it was too obvious that they, that, so they didn't put that in. But I mean, I agree. This- like, you know, yeah. It's the same movie that yeah. has Jill yeah. pick up a sandwich and be like, Jill's sandwich now, yum, yum. Like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but again, like, there are so many moments, like, uh, as you say, for just the common watcher, they're just going to go, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. Um, yeah. I like the, the more subtle Easter eggs too. Like, they have the first aid spray poster, like, right yeah. in that opening scene. Yeah. And I was like, I like that. And there were other moments where it was just very, like, in your face, like the jeweled sandwich, and I'm like, eh. What do we yeah. think of the the rocket launcher mention? Found nah. it in first class or whatever he, whatever he says. <laughs> Did the budget run nah. out at that point? <laughs> <laughs> like... I thought Birkin actually looked really decent yeah, by the he end was actually of it. Like, the last two, like, last two stages, like, I was really impressed with how he looked. But, yeah, I... I will give the rocket launcher personally a pass. It's fine. <laughs> and I like that, uh, was it, fuck, who was it? Was it Chris that was actually shooting like the weak mm. points? Yeah, yes. like popping like the, the eyes. eyes. Yeah. I yeah. loved that. I, I think the eyes were a practical effect when he was in his halfway transformation state because it looked too gooey to be the CG that this film was accomplishing. Um, yeah. So I, I did like that. He looked really good, actually. I love that. That was probably gooey. the. <laughs> So Bianca, you you touched on the ending where the survivors leave the tunnel and raccoon. Oh, sorry, not raccoon. Uh, Umbrella's like zero survivors. So where do you think they uh they go next? Do you think they jump forward and maybe do f- four and four as something? Yeah, else? I'd say four. Like three. Like three. They've just literally just gone and chucked in a bin, and I went, oh. Um, but yeah, four. Um, maybe five. Combine four and five. I, I don't know. Five? That probably wouldn't work, oh, I don't would know. it? No, that wouldn't work. They'd have to change a lot in five because that's quite dated. Um, I think if they just combine them and say five is now also set in Spain, it well in uh, Europe, vague Europe, yeah. wherever it yeah. was set. Um, I think you could probably get away with some of the elements from that game, but yeah, like you said, so much of it is um, no. Yeah, <laughs> I do. You think? And I'm um, obviously it's not wouldn't be connected and all that jazz like. Would you guys personally, if they said, hey, we're going to do a movie of 
biohazard and and or village would you be in? From this director? (laughs) (laughs) No, in general, no, no, not this director. Like on a very generalized. I can village, uh, not village. Um, biohazard number seven could definitely work as a film. Yeah, but they'd have to drop the sci-fi bits at the end. I think that's again, like as a game, that's where it lost me. I think if it kept it a horror movie throughout, um, it could definitely work. I I think it's slow burn enough that they could do like an Ethan saga on television as a miniseries. I say television streaming service, obviously you know, six episodes, they could really build that up. And it doesn't need to strictly be just seven, perhaps. But you see his face, though. I don't know. <laughs> also, first-person perspective. Yeah. yeah. GoPro style. Strap a GoPro, GoPro <laughs> on him. Exactly. Good on you, Bianca. <laughs> uh, nice. All right. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about this film? Sure, there's... I mean, we're going for that. Do we think we're going to get a second one? It, oh. No. Nah. I, would Im- I mean, it well, depends on how much money it makes, right? Because there wasn't much, like, physical marketing. Like, you usually see, like, mm. the buses in my city anyway always have posters and whatnot up, but I've seen nothing. Nothing. Mm. Yeah, Melbourne, quiet. And that's the thing about Anderson's films is that they always brought out a crowd. Like, those movies made a lot of money for, for mm. Sony and for the general kind of brand of Resident Evil. Um, and so if they can tap into that again, just have a bunch of people be like, oh, I remember Resident Evil and bring that audience back out, I think you could probably get another movie out of this maybe. Um, but I don't know. I haven't seen any box office information for this one. So, Do we know how, about how much it cost to make? 40 million i think i saw wow okay which is pretty cheap by modern standards um and i think they stretched the budget as best they could especially across that kind of first hour where i think things look okay which is look if if i'm gonna be the guy on this podcast that defends this movie i'm just gonna have to (laughs) i'm gonna lean into my character here um johans roberts however you say the director's name um i i kind of appreciate the vaguely 1970s camera work he's going for with some of this uh the font choice is very old school um it it wasn't as modern horror as i was expecting especially that first hour um he really takes his time to establish a lot of very strange eerie shots the color work is really interesting um i i think there is more going on under the surface here than a I mean, uh, an adaptation of this caliber has any right to have going on. Um, but the script is obviously where you start running into some major problems. So mm, I thought the set design, like of RCPD, like from the mm. outside, was mm. brilliant. And even inside the mansion was was good. I mean, I felt like it was such a shame, like to see such a good looking police department on the outside. I, just, I personally just wanted to see more, especially in the in that front lobby area. Um, you know, and things like that too. But yeah, I, I mean, I thought the set design and stuff was pretty, pretty good. I agree with the, uh, yeah, with the police department. I thought I was a bit sad that they didn't explore any of like the other parts of it really, aside from old mate's office. I also, I also noticed, I, this is just me because there were so many Easter eggs, but there was no typewriters. I, I just thought it'd say. be funny to have one in <laughs> yeah. the corner. <laughs> I, Missed I opportunity. Maybe I'd missed it. I thought maybe it was on like uh, Irons' desk or something, but, but I, and I hadn't seen it, so I was going to ask if you'd seen it. But yeah, yeah. I do like um, the way they really set into that nineteen, uh, the, sorry, the nineties feel with like you know that 
random uh, the music and even the phone playing the snake and stuff. It was like I mean, that. That was good. It was good. I liked it. Like I don't know. That's just another little thing. <laughs> but why? But why is Leon listening to Jennifer Page? That's the question I got. Like, <laughs> at- My head canon is that he's gay, but um, <laughs> we'll see how that goes in the next movie. <laughs> well, we've, we've seen um, his uh, sex appeal from from Ari Two remake, so you never know. Well. I mean, that's the thing about, uh, what is his name? I had it up here before. The guy that's playing him. Um, I, I even, Georgia? Yeah. Stunning human being. Like, I think I he's think gorgeous. he's really handsome. Yeah. Like, there was a couple of glamour shots of him where I was like, oh, okay, you know what you're doing with this. Um, so I, I'm here for that. Um, you know, maybe in the next one he can be a bit more of a badass and um, maybe it'll line up. Mm. <laughs> oh. And how he gets his gun stolen, like, for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah. The disgust on your face. I wish I could describe that to anyone listening, but that was pretty good. <laughs> That's how I felt as well. Just. Oh, poor uh, Leon. Anyway. All right. Do we want to, do we all have a score for it? If we had. If, out if of we had five a, or ten? Out of ten. If you, if you had to slap a number ten. on it, what would it be? Nathan, I know you were a big fan. Um, as I said, I I think I met it halfway because I had that expectation that this is just going to be schlock. So I would almost push, I I think I'm going to push for a six only as, and that's a self-indulgent six as someone that's familiar with the franchise. If I didn't have that familiarity, hell no, that loses two points easy. James? Uh, I'm gonna steal Nathan's and but just kind of flip it as a as a fan of the franchise. It's like a four. Um, I don't care for its whole. It's <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't care for any of that stuff. I think just as a yeah. horror movie, um, six point five. Okay, okay, Bianca. I'm gonna sit in the middle to give it a five. Like it was a yeah. movie had beginning, middle, and end. Um, <laughs> it like look as a as a fan, it. Miss the Mart as a movie, it was just okay. Like again, if I had the choice, I'd maybe again. Sorry, James, I'd watch this one over the Alice movies, <laughs> but it's not enough to bring it over the line into the six to tens for me. Yeah, I'm a five. I'm a. Uh... I was about to say before he gets his sorry. score out, he's going to have the controversial no, take. No, <laughs> I, I was expecting a controversial it take, was, but it's been. It's probably. It's a high four to a low five um yeah. only because i'm real dark on how they just did leon ruin, ruin leon <laughs> like that just kills it for me they've dude. scarred you um because because <laughs> just opposite to sort of what james said um and i like how, how different people take different takes on you know ips and stuff but i was looking forward to seeing an actual adaptation of the games here um and you know being my favorite character i didn't get that i got the complete opposite i got fucking loser so <laughs> comedy relief yeah. um but yeah uh nathan if you want a hot take to to bring us home um i enjoyed this more than june so i just saw today. i just saw june and i came home thinking oh my god now i'm gonna have to talk about welcome to raccoon city uh which is like two opposite ends of the stick here but yes they are both cinema in a sense wow. <laughs> Yeah, James, James got me all the wild one yeah. there. How about that? Oh, wow! Bianca, do you prefer June or uh, 
Resident Evil. Well, this is how we're rating hear, this. Yeah, I couldn't hear half of <laughs> yeah. what the characters in June were saying. I don't know if it was bad audio uh, mixing, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh my god, like I can't. I don't know what's going on. It was it was good. I think the characters are just so much more interesting than Resident Evil. So I'm gonna say, June definitely gets my. Nice, Nathan. Ha- yeah, have you June. seen him? <laughs> yeah, I have. It's easily June for me. I, I swear, James is just making that one up. But, <laughs> but that, Look, my letterbox uh, can attest to this. You know, you can go and see how I've reviewed these movies. He's shouting it from the rooftop. Yep. Look, I'm I'm here for my hot takes. What about you, Zach? Have you seen Dune? I have not seen Dune, uh, but I liked it more than Venom, which I don't know if that's even a <laughs> that's a take it off. Yeah, that's a mildly spicy take. It's got a bit more bubble than lemonade. Um, no, that's probably a lie. Actually, that, that's I'm probably lying there. Venom was probably if I if uh-huh. I had to if someone said you have to watch one of these again now. And we are talking about the sequel. Yes, correct. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. Sequel. Good. Uh, I'd probably. No, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go Resident Evil. I want to see if I can pick out more... Um... No, Whoa. fuck you. Venom. <laughs> I want to pick out more Easter eggs. Um, yeah. Anyway. Turns out there's no more. That was it, mate. Oh, well. As long as... I don't know. What was your favourite f- favorite scene from the film before we wrap up? Can I quickly jump in on this one? Because I haven't... My favourite scene is the scene where we don't see pretty much shit. It, it is effectively that strobing scene. Like, the lights go out, complete darkness, and you can just hear the popping and the screeching and the sound design sells what the visuals often don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my favourite. The, the, the part of the film where we don't see shit. Best part. Far out. That's a... Have that also, on your a spicy, also a uh-huh. spicy take. <laughs> James? <laughs> Um, all right. I think Nathan is correct. That was probably the best scene in the movie. Just, it was fun. Um, I, I kind of have two. One's a joke. One's a serious one. I thought the cut to title card was really good when you get the shot of Claire on the road in the rain yeah. and then just yeah. dark enough in the forest that you can kind of see the zombie there, you know, hard cut to Resident Evil. I thought that was great. Really set up the tone nicely. My joke answer is when they cut to that cow grazing in the field <laughs> right before it gets blown away. <laughs> I, anyone in that Adelaide screening can attest to the fact that I loudly cackled. Like people turned and looked at me. Um, I thought it was the funniest shit. Uh, so there's my answers. Nice. Bianca? I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I remember thinking, why? Um, okay. Best part. <laughs> I can't even tell if I'm joking or not, but that end credit scene <laughs> with, with, with Wesker and Ada, um, just, I, I think because I ha- I felt like that whole movie in a not so good way was a journey. Just to top it off with that, the icing on the cake. Incredible. <laughs> Love it. Marvel, watch out. <laughs> it needs to be said uh, because criminally it hasn't been said in the past 50 minutes and so we need to wrap up. But um, Wesker was packing some illegal firearms. <laughs> Did you see the oh, guns mate. on Tom Hopper? He was jacked, wasn't he? And then at the end, they're going to tease you. We'll give you a booty shot. We'll give you a booty shot. No, nothing below the hips for you. This is an R-rated film, not an X-rated <laughs> film. Come on now. Um, they teased you for an hour and a half, and that's all you get, a bit of hips. <laughs> Go home and cry. Yeah, I, uh, 
I'm going to pick a different favourite scene. I actually quite liked the scene where Chief Irons comes back into the car park and it's and he's uh, being hunted by the dogs. Um, I thought I thought that that was a decent-ish scene. It was okay. They can't see at home, but I'm nodding along enthusiastically. I'm, yeah. I'm very here for your turning slowly yeah. into maybe enjoying parts of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely enjoy really parts picking of it. At I just, <laughs> I'd love for Leon just overrules everything. Um, all right. Well, shout outs to Sony for letting us see that glorious film. Um, really appreciated it. Uh, the free ticket there. Uh, hopefully we can get a sequel and we can uh, reunite and talk about that. Otherwise, uh, yeah, thank you for tuning into this second episode of the VHS podcast. Uh, James, if people who have never heard from you before want to f- check you out, uh, where can they find you? Oh, you could find me on Well Played, of course. Oh, um, but, oh. Uh, no, jump on uh, Twitter at OMG More James. I, I post links to everything I write. It's all in my bio as well. I'm from Power Up, Well Played, wherever they'll have me. Nice, nice. And uh, Bianca, it's been a pleasure. Uh, it's been an honor to write and talk content with you. Talk, yeah. talk games and Resident Evil and whatever else. Marvel and all the things. Yeah, no, thank all you. All things. Thank you so much for having me. And you guys have been so welcoming and so lovely. And I've got to chat about so many things I love, like the Guardians of the Galaxy podcast. I know it was one of my faves because you guys always make a note of all my Marvel stuff in the <sighs> back of my room all the time. Um, and just like supporting me just in general. And, uh, you know, Zach as well was all my other endeavors and my streaming and things like that too. So it won't be the last you see of me, but um, no, unfortunately you won't find me at World Played anymore, but um, you can find me on Twitch um, and Twitter uh, as um, Twitter's Stormy Plays YT and Twitch's Stormy Streams. So I hope I get to see you guys again soon. Amazing. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll find a way to chat video games again at some stage. Best of luck with your new venture. Uh, I'll let you uh, reveal that when you're ready. Uh, Nathan, always, pleasure. Indeed it is. Have a great day. And if you have seen the film and have made it through to the end of this podcast, let us know what you think of the film uh, on wherever you would like, Facebook, Twitter. You can email Nathan at Nathan at well-play.com.au and he'll forward it to me and it'll be good. Everyone have a uh, good evening, weekend, whenever you're listening. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.